welcome to Podagogy, a Highlander Academy podcast about what we do and why we do it. I'm Christy Wright. I'm the assistant head of school, and I'm sitting here with Nick Duncan, our headmaster. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to have you here. Welcome to episode 19, where we talk about why young children should read fairy tales. And we're going to jump in here with a couple quotes from uh, one of my favorites, G.K. Chesterton. And he says, fairy tales do not give the child the idea of the evil or the ugly. That is in the child already because it is in the world already. The baby has known the dragon intimately ever since he has had an imagination. What the fairy tale provides for him is a St. George to kill the dragon. And Mr. Duncan, I've heard you uh, say that a lot in parent interviews, right? That children will know about evil, what they really need to learn about is that evil can be conquered. Yes, we need to know how to fight back against the evil. Mm -hmm. We know that the evil exists. We know that it's there. Um, It's even in us, right? right? It's even in us just as humans and our sin nature. And so uh, we need to know how to fight back against that. My dad would always say, I didn't teach you. I didn't have to teach you how to lie. You just knew how to do that. I had to teach you how to tell the truth. Yeah. So fairy tales. I'm going to read this next quote from Chesterton. He says, at the four corners of a child's bed stand Perseus and Roland, Sigurd and St. George. If you withdraw the guard of heroes, you are not making him rational. You're only leaving him to fight the devils alone. That's such a, a poignant quote. Now, our, our, our young children, very young children, and as they grow, they need to know um, that there are heroes, that they could be the hero or the heroine themselves, you know, if, if called for. They need stories of hope. I think yes. that's what fairy yeah. tales give us. Absolutely. That they that they could be the the hero or the heroine. Um, but that but that also they're part of a great narrative where they have been rescued by a hero. Absolutely. Right. And so, you know, one of my um, favorite little quips. It's another Doug Wilson quip, but he says that the whole Bible could be summed up in save that the, the uh, slay the dragon, get the girl. Yeah. That's, what the, that's what the Bible's about. Yeah, yeah it's so um, good. Because, because that's what Christ has done. He has um, the promise in Genesis that he would, uh, that, that a child would of Eve would come and would crush the head of the snake. Um, and then Jesus did that by, by defeating Satan and defeating death and hell and um, you know, we know that one day he's going to come back and restore all things. There's just great narrative of history and all good stories, um, all good fairy stories um, are stories that that mimic that. And so we can see ourselves, um, you know, needing to be the hero and called upon. Um, but I think even the great thing that that fairy stories have done um, for me is to put me in the place of the people that need the rescuing. Right. Right. Um, and that Jesus has done that. He's the main character of the story. Right. right? Absolutely. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about what fairy tales we cover here in our program. And then we'll, we'll look at fairy tales and what they do for, for children. And then again, for us as even as adults, uh, C.S. Lewis said that the, you know, the best stories, the best children's stories should also be enjoyed by, by an adult. And if it's not good enough for adults, it's not good enough for kids. And I'm paraphrasing there, but it's such a very good quote. I think it applies well here year to fairy stories. Um, so Mr. Duncan, what, what, what fairy tales are we reading or when, when do we cover that here in our curriculum? Right. Well, definitely in our primary grades, we're reading, uh, Grimm's fairy tales, which even can be, um, they can be dark. And so we're not, we're not shying away from, uh, evil again, because children know that dragons exist. So, you know, we're reading stories about witches eating little boys and girls because that's what witches do. They're evil and they need to be killed. 
And so even from a from an early age, we want to read stories, not to just scare them. We're not our, we're not like we want all the kids to go home and have nightmares and be scared. Right. Um, but we want the children to know that there's evil, to know, to know, to know that, that there is evil and that it needs to be stamped out. Um, and so, you know, reading Grimm's fairy tales, um, you know, Aesop's fables we're reading. And so and you could probably Hans elaborate. Christian Anderson mm-hmm. fairy tales. You know, you said just a second ago that they can be dark. What if I proposed that they should be dark? Yeah. What would you say to that? I would say that every good fairy story should be, should, should have darkness, should be dark. That, you know, fairy tales by their nature um, are, are a little grisly. There are, um, that there must be evil, right? There must be, right. um, you know, I don't, I don't want to read the story where the boy and girl go outside and play all day and it's really fun. And then they go back inside and go to bed. Right. Or, you know, even, I, and I see these more um, coming from the modern era where the bad guy is just a little misunderstood Sure. and there really was nothing to be afraid of the whole time. If we could have communicated better or maybe, sure. Oh, if, if we could have understood each other's point of view, then maybe right. we could understand where we're coming from. But that doesn't tell the truth right. about the way the world is. Great the example. World, I think um, I'll probably catch flack from this. Someone's going to email me and say, but I love that musical is wicked. Right. I love that musical, by the way. Okay. (laughs) You can email me. Um, (laughs) Wicked is a, is a great show. I've, I've gone to watch it with my wife and music is really fun. The music is great. It's really enjoyable. It's really well done. But for those of you that haven't seen it, the whole premise is that the, the wicked witch of the West from Oz, from Oz, the green, if you've seen the movie, the old movie, uh, wizard of Oz, the green witch, uh, she's she's evil in the original, right? She's right. just evil, and she wants to kill Dorothy Gale from Kansas and right. and Toto, and um, that's not who she is in Wicked. Wicked is a is a redoing where um, you know she's just she has green skin, and so she's misunderstood because everyone mm-hmm. makes fun of her because her her green skin that that just kind of entrenches her. Uh, into this idea that oh, since I'm different, I'm, I'm the bad guy. And right. so she kind of becomes evil because of that. Yeah. And I, as much as we really do enjoy that musical and, you know, you said it yourself, it, it is great. We, we agree with you at our house that this is, this is a dangerous story to tell children, especially because in children, the categories aren't firmly settled just yet. Um, and so what happens in that story is that there really is no villain or rather that the villain is a social construct, right. you know, and that the, the witch wasn't that wicked. If she was, it was our fault. And there was really nothing to be afraid of. Um, revisionist history, actually, is, yeah. is what so, that story is. Absolutely. And so what fairy tales do and what and what every good fairy tale is, is that we're not, we're not so concerned about, you know, maybe even what it is, everyone's background and what it is that made the witch evil. We just know that she's evil and she needs to be stopped because yeah, she's doing bad things. It is a little oversimplistic in that way. Right. But again, I think that's so helpful for very young children. Now, as they get older, we definitely need to talk to, to our kids and teach them and train them. You know, what were the roots and causes, right, of, of somebody's actions? And we do that in literature absolutely. classes and history classes, especially. Um, but when they're very young, we are creating categories. And those categories are very simple because the children are very young and the categories are good and evil. Yes. And fairy tales are so simple in that way. They create a very uh, compelling good and then a very, very terrible evil. And that's why I said they, they ought to be dark. They ought to be evil. The bad guys should be really, truly bad. And if, um, you know, if violence occurs, children are eaten, then um, I would say, good, let us tell the truth to our children, even when 
when they're very young about the world, that there are dark things out there wanting to get yes. them. I mean, if we, if we read our Bibles, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we're people of the word and it's full of grisly tales. It's right. full of evil. It's full of, you know, adultery and rape and incest and genocide and murder. Mm-hmm. And uh, fairy tales are... Uh, a great way to uh, to train kids very sim- in a very simple way when they're young that there are dragons, right? right. There are dragons in the Bible, right? Yeah. Um, there's an evil dragon that needs to be slayed. Yeah. And so uh, we need to talk about that when they're little. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're going to go ahead and give parents a few resources. The essay on fairy stories by J.R.R. Tolkien is a huge resource and has informed my thinking on uh, what it means to develop the moral imagination in young children, probably more than anything else. And so I'd recommend, I think you can just Google that on fairy stories by Tolkien. And then, um, you know, the stories that we read here, uh, Grimm Brothers, Andrew Lang, Charles Peralt, and then Hans Christian Andersen are just some of those, they're oldies, but goodies. And again, parents, uh, we just want to encourage you don't, don't skip over the, the scary, gory, violent parts, embrace that, teach your child to fear. Um, Teach your child also that evil is overcome. Yeah. Emphasis on the original tales by those authors because there's about a billion and seven retellings of all of those. Yeah. Don't do those ones until you've done the original ones first. You know, the big bad wolf's not actually bad. Right. Right. So yeah. you want you want the one where the big bad wolf is a bad guy. Yeah. And will eat so, you yeah. if read you don't the, obey read, your mother. Read the originals. <laughs> yes. Um, also want to um, give a greater quote from one of our students going into the second grade. And uh, when I asked her, should we read fairy tales uh, even when they're scary? She said, yes, because I like fairy tales. She said they're fun and exciting, sometimes sad and sometimes happy. And I love that because, you know, life. Life is sometimes sad and sometimes happy. Yes. And so, I, I, again, I love the, the way that they, through an imaginative uh, story, tell children the truth about the way the world is. Well, that wraps up episode 19. Uh, tune in next time for episode 20, Why Do We Teach Pagan Mythology? Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.